0: Do you hold a deep-seated desire to feel outraged? Yes. Do you just find yourself wondering why everyone's fighting all the time about things that don't seem to matter all that much? Well, it's 2021, and if you're not mad about something, you must be paying attention. I'm Jay. I'm Martin.
1: And I'm Ridge.
0: And together, we're going to find out why are they mad?
1: Why do you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Right in front of me! It is 2.30pm on a Friday afternoon. After complaining that Jay has denied him his breakfast time by scheduling the podcast session, Reg has vanished in the middle of recording. After keeping his co-hosts waiting even though he promised not to fuck them around this time, Wretch makes his return with avocado on toast. Fuck that's so good.
0: <laughs> did you did you add Tabasco to it? Lemon juice and salt. Lemon juice, salt, nice.
2: Dude, I'm not a fan of Tabasco, bro. I
0: I like Tabasco. I'm not a fan of avocado, weirdly
2: enough. Whoa. Tabasco yeah. is
1: an artificial heat, but I think it has its place in the world.
0: Sebastian so just is a good taste.
1: It's like a.
2: It's I don't know. I find it's basically just vinegar. In,
1: like in my. I opinions. mean,
0: yeah, it's it's like a it's like a kind of spicy vinegar. I Pretty like.
2: much, I, I like, vinegar like vinegar too. So that's probably the issue.
1: Mine, you gotta remember this way, okay? Jay has like literally no taste buds, so like things like that have really strong <laughs> taste, like salt, vinegar, those type of things. Yeah, right, what what happened
2: to I my understand. taste buds? You smoked yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah, gone. stupid. Dude, what are you, What are you talking about? I smoked. Uh, I quit smoking. You know who is the only person qu- smoking right now? Reg. And you know what? You know what Reg said to me when I was the only one who still smoked. He said, "You're on an island, man." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now he's um, on the island,
0: and it's a fucking... He's drawing I'm us fucker, all into I've, the island. I've been
1: on an island for the last nine months, okay? like
0: Yeah, true. You've been on the inland island.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, that was your own
0: choice, dude. Yeah, we all warned Reg. We were like, you probably shouldn't do this. This is dumb.
2: Yeah, and then the day before, he was freaking out like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, was he was
0: not. He was all like, oh, no, man. Big life changes. They don't stress me out. Uh, I'm not a puppy. And then, um...
1: They yeah. don't, okay, Jay's fucking pulling... <laughs> Hold on, let him, him tell me the
2: story. Let him tell his story, man. Fuck.
0: Well, no, then he, he, like, a few days beforehand, he was like,
2: I don't know what I did.
0: Because he hadn't <laughs> packed, he hadn't gotten any of his affairs in order, anything. And yeah, he, I had to write his will, man. Yeah. It was wild. And he, um, yeah, he, like, he had, like, three days to move into state, and he, he hadn't prepared at all.
2: But he made it, actually. So, good on you for doing yeah. it in three days. Yeah. Props.
1: I'm a king. Okay. I wasn't. I never had an issue with a big move. It was just cleaning up a house and getting it ready for my dad. Was the hardest part because so I was renting from him. So it was yeah. like, yeah. I had people who weren't helping me. You know, it was just very difficult.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Dude, you had people that did help you, though. Yeah,
1: dude. I had you, you pulled through. Jay, <laughs> yeah. didn't, Jay, fucking, he just he just didn't come. <laughs> yeah, around. I remember
2: he messaged me like, "Yeah, I'll come clean, but I'm allowed to leave whenever I want." And then didn't rock up.
0: No, okay. I knew that Reg had other people who were coming to help. So I was like, I don't, I don't need to do that. I don't need to pull myself out like that. Although, Reg did help me move a couple years back. It was, um, he actually did probably more work than me. <laughs>
2: That's <all> right. <laughs> he, does, packed, uh,
0: he packed up our bed.
2: <laughs> does that run in the family <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not as bad as my sister. I'm no one as bad as my sister.
2: That's
1: true. That's true. You're not.
0: All right, guys. So today we're talking about something we all know, something we've all lived, Melbourne.
2: That's Melbourne. Right.
0: The three zero
2: zero. zero.
1: I've got permanent I've got visions. I remember a place <laughs> from my childhood. I've been Melbourne. there. <laughs>
2: Describe the smell.
0: <laughs> yeah, what does it smell like, Rich? Melbourne. Yeah.
1: It smells like uh alcoholism
2: and <sighs> cigarettes.
1: I just smell it smells quite nice to be honest. It's probably one of the nicest smelling cities I've been to, if I'm being honest.
2: <laughs> I've heard the opposite. Hmm? I've heard the city smells awful. What you reckon it smells like shit? I don't think it smells like shit, but I've heard people say. That. I I mean I think that I think parts of Melbourne smell bad.
0: <laughs> like um, Little Burke Street it smells like shit. I think there's yeah. a lot of alleys
1: that smell like just rancid piss. But yeah, I think piss, if, I think yeah. you'll find that in any city. Like I don't think that's yeah, a that, Melbourne thing.
2: Any city worth its damn salt. That yeah. that
0: alleyway that I um that I shit just myself in that yeah. wasn't actually an alleyway. It was a. It was a doorway. The a mall, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah. No, I th- I think <laughs> um I I've definitely been to much stinkier cities in Melbourne. That's that's for sure. Hong Kong. Hong Kong is the stinkiest place I've ever been. And people people just fart in Hong Kong. Show on the street. I
1: like, don't think that makes a difference. Well, yeah, it's, it's true, be though. Be <laughs> like a that, moment. that would be like a fleeting moment.
0: Like, no, it's like, <laughs> there seems to be no taboo on, like, public farting in Hong Kong. Like, I have just... I'm sort
2: of okay with that, to be honest.
0: It's like, you'll be in line in ATM, the dude, like, entering his keel, just, like, be in the power stance and just fart. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 that, that actually happened, by the way. That thing I said, that happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I I've, I've built a reputation for myself as no one's ever heard me publicly fart. Right?
2: What define publicly? And
1: just, just around people. Oh, I I've heard you fart. Secret way to get out. No, you haven't. I've heard you fart. This is f- already
0: untrue. I
2: no, I anyway. don't remember hearing you fart. But exactly, like, I don't remember hearing people fart.
1: I have an image about myself that I don't, I don't do disgusting things like that. So I don't want that to be the case because I am, I, I stand out.
2: Just because it wouldn't be as STV doesn't mean you have to do it.
1: I remember a friend's ex-girlfriend once said to me, she said, Reg doesn't look like he even poos. And I was like, <laughs> thank <laughs> you. That might be my <laughs> nicest compliment I've ever had. <laughs> That's because you have no body mass. <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: growing up in Melbourne, dude. We've got a
1: lot of pee, we got a little poo-poo.
2: <laughs> we got people who don't poo-poo. <laughs> I'll claim to, but we must launch an investigation.
1: Um, anyway, Melbourne... Growing up, I don't know. I think you're the only one who can really talk about this, Jay, because you grew up in actual Melbourne, like the city. So we all grew up in uh, Melbourne.
0: Yeah. No, but
1: you, you grew up in the actual city of Melbourne.
0: Not really. I spent every second weekend in the in the suburbs because my well, dad which is lived
1: there. A lot more than even me or Mun.
0: But that you know, Melbourne, is like where, except you, like because you're in you're in capital city, you wig. Like we're in <laughs> Melbourne right now. I don't think. Uh, I don't think. When any of us have lived in Victoria, we've ever lived outside of Melbourne, right?
1: I definitely haven't. No. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a it's a pretty big city. All know. right, hold up.
1: I'll get an outer. I'll get an outer opinion. Chloe. Yeah. Well, would a, you consider Ringwood, Melbourne? Ringwood.
2: It is Melbourne. I don't know. <laughs> is she going to be right or wrong? We will find what? out.
1: Yeah. No, but would you consider it like it is the same aesthetic as Melbourne?
2: Well, that's not what I'm we're talking
1: about. This
2: guy's moving the, no.
0: goalposts. No. The, I you know what, the goalposts. He said no. I don't know. Move the What your point is? It, it doesn't have an aesthetic. So, so when when we're talking about where Melbourne ends, it's like uh like Lilydale, Pakenham, Werribee. Uh, the, those are like the outskirts of Melbourne. Like the the far. Are they
2: included or are they not included? What about they're, Danny they're in Melbourne?
0: They're like yeah, Danny Nogg's in Melbourne. Melbourne is a this is a big city. So then,
1: what, what is Victoria, then? Like, the like where is Wait, Victoria? Do you
0: go to Victoria? Do you actually not understand They're this? Because I, I have this... One of my places. dot points here is tell our foreigner listeners about how Australia and Victoria is structured. Do you do know? You yeah, not- what do you mean by that? Well, I actually like, was a As- bit Australia confused. is the country. Victoria is the state. Melbourne yeah. is the city. Ringwood yeah. is the suburb. So it's like, you know, people might not understand. Well they might be like, Well, what's the di like, well, like basically what Reg just said, even though he's lived here for twenty five years in like what's the yeah. difference between Melbourne and Victoria? Well what, yeah, that
1: was a bit well, silly. well what what is I don't think of like Ringwood as Melbourne though, because it's just it's just so drastically different. It's not a major it's not in the major city, right?
2: It's a suburb of It's just it's
1: just, it's just Victoria, man. It's just like everywhere else in Victoria. It's
2: not in the C B D or in a city, but it's yeah, still it's, Melbourne. It's Melbourne. Melbourne is a no, big no, no, city. No,
1: no, no, no. Okay.
2: Like, just straight up factually, it's Melbourne. I don't know why we're even yeah, having this I d- discussion. Yeah, I don't know what the what your point is. Here. I don't know why we have to tell you this and why you're arguing against it.
1: Do you guys ever do you guys ever look at the top right hand corner of the, uh, the Google Docs at the share icon and think it's a man wearing a beanie and snow goggles? Uh yeah,
0: sometimes. But I want to yeah. get back to how fucking stupid you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: like, like this is just dumb, this man. Dumbest on. shit I've sort ever. So shit
1: out. <laughs> I mean, you guys are just, I'm just sorry, you guys don't have the same feelings I do, all right?
2: Yeah, but we're not talking about feelings. We're talking about what Melbourne is.
1: Yeah, but that's fucking, why, did, why are we going to talk about that? That's boring. Facts I'd are be, boring. Yeah, but
2: your, your feelings are
0: factually incorrect. They're on bad data.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> anyway, Jay's anyone who can say that. Who could talk no, about Melbourne. No, we, we, grew we up all in grew, up in he grew up in the city.
0: We all grew up in Melbourne. But
1: people if people in New York will say that people who live in Manhattan have a significantly different lifestyle to the people who live in like the Bronx or But Queens they wouldn't or something say like neither that,
2: right? of them live in New York. They would still agree that they yeah, all live they in New York. Yeah.
0: They would say we all we're all New Yorkers.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people who live in the Bronx or live in Queens would say, I live in the state of New York, okay? They wouldn't don't, say, I live in New York. You oh, know? man.
0: Just somebody, somebody please tell this man I don't live on how the long island, he is. Bro. He doesn't listen I don't live to reason. the reason. He doesn't listen I to I don't reason. have to listen to reasons. reason. He you has, know he why has... Because he has these delusional beliefs from what he sees in, like, sitcoms and, like, teen <laughs> <tins, tins> romance <laughs> shit. And he's like, damn, that's what it's like to live in New York. And when people Dude, are from Queens, life. they start every conversation with, I'm
1: from Queens. <laughs> they do, they do, they, you know. I think there's a lot of respect there to towards your borough, right? Oh, <laughs> your, fuck, I didn't think you'd be straight team, up right. Right? Okay. <laughs> no. I say, if I, if I don't say I grew up in Melbourne, I say I grew up in the Ringwood.
0: Alright guys, before we start, check us out on Instagram at why they mad Pod. follow us, we'll give you a shout out on the next show, shout out this week, Sam.
1: What a legend. Dude, thanks Dingy.
0: Thanks man, thanks for checking us out, love your work. Uh, if you listen on Apple, leave us a review. I used to say positive or negative, just give us a positive review.
1: Five just stars do fucking, just nice. give
2: us a review yeah, man, I, I need to know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> i can tell you for free if
0: our shows have you feeling thinking anything at all we want to hear from you send us a dm on instagram or you can email us at why they at gmail.com
1: why does it take us fucking an hour and a half to make it down one page because
2: we talk too much shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not anyone specifically it's just all of us just like I know, i'd say it's mostly roger's
1: rainer sinjay for- what the fuck yeah so now, I've, now i've used up all my I, energy t- I tried now we've to. got to do the entire fucking thing and it's gonna make everything lackluster
0: all right anyway so today we're gonna be talking about the urban legends of melbourne so yeah melbourne melbourne is the city we're all from don't listen to reg listen, we're from the city of melbourne that's in the state of victoria and that's in the country australia every every country every every state every Every city has its folklore, its urban legends, its myths, uh, its boundaries. But it's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> ba- <laughs> <laughs> which are which are apparently myths. <laughs> All right,
1: I'm I'm gonna retcon. I think that Ringwood is in Melbourne, but I think it's a dumb way to look at it. <laughs> All right, retcon, done. sorted.
0: of. Uh, Melbourne, surprisingly, and Victoria, doesn't have that many urban legends. So this was actually a little bit hard to write, but
2: I I was trying to think when I heard the episode title, I was like wondering what urban legends we have that are specific to Melbourne, because I started thinking about that fucking clown shit that was going around a few yeah, years back.
0: That was like every that was worldwide, yeah, and it was just people wanted to fuck with people. One thing, one thing I thought of that I couldn't write an entire thing about is um, uh, was his name Frank. Coser, whatever, the furniture guy. Uh
2: uh Franco Cozzo or something.
1: Franco Cozzo. I have the pleasure to present to you il modernissimo.
0: Yeah, he had a he had a, he has a furniture shop in uh, F- uh Footscray, in I think. think. In
2: Futskray, yeah. In Brandsk and Futscray. Is, is it a problem if I do the accent? No <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the, the, um, the, the rumor was that he was like, he would sew drugs into, into the furniture for people to buy or something like that. But um, I
2: don't, surely not. I mean, yeah, prob- a prob- probably figure. not.
0: Yeah. But, um, another, another one is like, uh, people say like those, you know, those drive-in florists, they're open 24 seven. And it's I like, no, there's like all these in the city, there's like all these florists that you can drive through and they're all 24 hours and it's like why would you need 24-hour florists and the the enduring rumor is that um they're brothels which apparently there actually is some truth to so yeah i don't know but anyway before before we actually get stuck into it before we get stuck into the urban legends of melbourne
2: let's get into
0: this week in anger
2: so, Jay, why were you angry
0: this week? Well, was I, well, okay, I wasn't angry at all this week. I was happy, because, you know, I'm a happy guy. But...
1: Yeah, everyone thinks that.
0: Lucy. We all know Lucy, right? Yeah, uh, I know little, of her. Yeah. Little old yeah. Lucy. She, uh, she was mad, because she doesn't have a pseudonym on the show.
2: Dude, and she had to clean up the cat shit. <laughs> 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 That's mm. a funny story. Yeah,
0: my, my girlfriend is mad at me. For various reasons, often, but the uh, <laughs> 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 the reason she's mad uh, that can go on the show is that we don't use a pseudonym for her. So li- listeners might have noticed we generally have a pseudonym for all of our friends and enemies. Uh, you know, drool, pigtails, highlighter, what, clean shirt, clean shirt. On. big yeah, man, yeah, big man. Shirt. yeah, it's it's a there's a big list and it'll Mohawk. it'll grow over time. Um, Goomba. But uh, Goomba, Lucy, yeah. Lucy, and Chloe both don't have pseudonym. And the the reason we use pseudonyms in the first place is you know, people we want to give people their privacy. You know, we don't wanna we don't wanna out anyone as being associated with us because that is on. Yeah, but you should
2: have thought about your privacy before you started dating these idiots. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's so that's the thing though, here. Yeah.
0: Uh, my at least my girlfriend is basically has to be involved with the show because she has to put up with me writing it and recording it and editing it and all that. So uh, yeah, doing
2: all the work. But
0: uh, anyway, the uh, if if Lucy did have a nickname, what do you guys reckon it would be?
1: Crypto. <laughs> Crypto.
0: <laughs> I was
2: uh, I was thinking uh, Mega Mind.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
2: Mm. She scares me.
1: <laughs> Maybe a flower, bad at Mortal Kombat, something like that. I don't
2: know. I don't want to. I don't want to say
1: a nickname that she, she wouldn't
2: like. She'd beat me up. Yeah, she's yeah, really strong. What if we just call her
1: Wheels? No one can be upset at that one. That's a yeah, sick well, name. Wheels
0: is a sick nickname. But um, yeah, my my really strong girlfriend who is mad at us might kill us. <laughs> and, um, that's that's it.
1: Well, I mean, she might kill you. She can't <laughs> yeah. get to me. I'm safe.
0: You know, sometimes when like. She's not happy with me. She uses her legs. She just, like, wraps them around me, and I can't move, because she's so <laughs> strong. She's, like,
2: a ball Yeah, because she's so strong.
0: She just, like, locks me in with her legs. I'm like, ah! Like, if she wanted to, you know, if she wanted to constrict me, I, w- I <laughs> would be fucked. But yeah, I,
1: you I, think I like a, chose- a She's like, you never leave me, you know, and just ball <laughs> constricts you.
2: Who is that kid that killed someone for his- protecting his dad at your school? <laughs> He already
0: has a shit in him. That was his actual name. <laughs> Still. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, Reg, what made you mad?
1: Uh have you guys seen this shit with Chet Hanks? Kinda. No. That's like on. Tom Hanks' son? Yes. Oh uh, yeah. White boy yeah, Summer. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like this thing, right, where I mean like there's a couple issues here, right? So he got like after the Golden Globes or whatever, he got like filmed like and he was speaking like it wasn't like MLE, not like multicultural London English or whatever, but it's more like the Jamaican side of that, right? Yeah, yeah and Jamaican. Yeah. He's speaking in like yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Really, like relative. I don't know. I think a relatively fluent like Jamaican slang, right? It was pretty accent. good, actually. It was. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, he got into a bunch of trouble about that. But that's not what I'm mad about. Like, I think, I think if it's coming from the right place, I think you probably can do that. I don't know. If
2: he's actually like from that culture.
1: Well, he's not necessarily from that culture, but he was hanging out with a bunch of people from that culture, and he learnt it from them. Like I don't know. Well, it's like MLE is different, right? Like multicultural London English, because that comes from so many different cultures in a boiling pot, right? Wait, what what is MLE? MLE stands for multicultural London English.
0: Ah, okay. It's it's like it's like the new age Cockney, I guess. It's like cause, yeah. Well, know,
1: that, that's exactly what it is. It's a new age Cockney.
0: Yeah, because Cockney used to be the uh London accent, but um, it's like London is such a hodgepodge of uh different of immigrants from all different places, and that kind of you know ends up melting into one language.
1: Like, saying say things like in it, right? Like, in it, in it is a very MLE thing, or bruv, right? Like, there's there's lots of different, like, ways of talking like MLE. I mean, like, a lot of, like, rappers and stuff in the area will use, like, it will speak MLE and all that, and, yeah. you know. Like, I, I could do a pretty pretty good impersonation, but I don't think
0: uh, You I know the guy, Man's Not Hot? That's, uh... Yeah. He goes... <laughs> that's, uh... That's what I think of when I Anyway,
1: think of, lots of, like, white people, lots of, you know, Indian people, lots of... Uh, Jamaican people, African people, all that type of stuff. They kind of de- develop this new, mm. like you know, accent in uh, like South London and all that, called MLE, which is kind of spread around, right? And fucking anyway. Chet Hanks. Yeah, well, Chet Hanks, he's 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 speaking like it's it's like the Jamaican side of things, right? Yeah. So anyway, I'm not really upset about that, but. What I'm upset is I then watched a doco about someone, like, talking to him about that, right? And it's like, a small doco on him and all that. And he said something that really pissed me off where he's like, I don't even consider myself rich. I think I'm probably, like, the poorest rich kid around, you know? Like, my parents didn't even give me an allowance. And I was Mm. like, bro, shut up. Your dad's Tom Hanks. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Mm. what the fuck are you on about, man? You know? And... He got really mad and upset. He's like, people don't ever refer to me as like by my name. They're just like, oh, aren't you Tom Hanks' son? I'm like, I mean, if you had like an ounce of personality, people would probably remember you by your name. You know what I mean? Maybe
0: maybe that's what maybe that's why he's become so uh, extravagant. Yeah. Well, he uh, he's
1: rebelled quite heavily. Well, yeah, he's rebelled, but
0: maybe the reason he's become so eccentric and.
1: peacocking
0: yeah maybe the reason he's acting like this is because he feels starved of attention
1: because he's only known as tom hanks son you know um well yeah i mean I don't know. he was basically just saying like i've never been known as tom hanks son and I- that's probably why i rebelled like he's got tattoos and shit oh my mm. god you know and he 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 write he write, he writes like bars and shit when he was like fourteen and all that type of stuff about like, how his dad didn't give him an allowance. Yeah, he just kind of pissed me off as a, like a person.
0: I mean that that does yeah that does piss me off because he says like oh I'm not a I'm not a rich rich kid but it's like do you actually know any of the aspects of actually not being a rich kid? Oh,
1: well, that's it, you know. He 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 might not have been like rich himself, but he lived a privileged lifestyle, yeah, and that's evident, yeah. right? I'm sure he
0: had warm clothing and, uh, you know, someone to cook him meals and... I'm sure he had much more than that. It's just
2: that he wasn't given the ludicrous amounts of money to spend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway,
1: that kind of made me mad. He kind of made me mad. Uh, But I don't know. He just just seems like a complete cockhead with, like, very little personality and really... Like, I, I do think there's probably a certain amount of, like, if you grew up... In that scenario, you feel like almost like destined to be something big, right? And so he really needs to try him when he isn't. It makes him upset. Oh, or whatever, even pressured, but- yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't help when you have like a lack of personality and you're kind of a shit cunt. So well, I-, I think
0: there's there's probably issues with uh, people who have grown up in situations like that that we'll never understand. Like just the same way that they'll never understand what it's like to grow up in a lower socioeconomic class, you know? like um or to you know grow up on the poverty borderline or whatever like they won't understand that but also like i don't think we could understand what it would be like to grow up with
2: like the mental pressure yeah
0: like ultra famous parents and it's like i'm not
1: not, i want to make it clear i'm not saying i grew up on the poverty line that's that's not true at all (laughs) yeah we're aware dude um i I grew up in a (laughs) middle class middle class family
0: yeah, we're all aware. Uh, but I think, like, when you grow up in that situation, there are probably some psychological things, some identity issues. That,
1: some damage or whatever, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, that a lot of people probably wouldn't understand. So when people say, like, oh, you've lived such a charm, privileged life, it's 100% true. And I think everybody would rather have that type of money than um not. But it's like there probably are some psychological issues that they deal with that aren't as common in normal folks like us.
1: I don't know, man. It just seems like he attaches himself to everything that is, like, not of his class level and then just, like, you know, tries to reenact that because he doesn't have anything of his own.
0: Probably desperate not to be Tom Hanks' son.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, he he made this song called uh, White Boy Summer. Yeah. Because <laughs> now he makes songs and he's just, like, he's just going about, like, uh, black black queen magic is what he would call it, which is, like, uh, when you when you have, like, you know, Sexual intercourse of a black woman or something like that is like magic and stuff. I was like, bro, what are you man. on about, man? Like, what, watch, watch this, right? And be like, all oh, right, this is Tom Hanks's son. I made a bad little shorty on a to dance
0: Getting to the bag like it was her only chance, rich bitch. No one up or Them bands said, fuck it, then she went and made her only fans, uh, hot boy, white boy summer.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> This is very much not what his dad raised him
1: like, I would presume. Well, his dad's okay with this, right? Like, um, or according to him, at least. He, uh, in the interview, he's, because the person asked him, it was our uh, Channel 5 News, by the way, and the guy who used to do all yeah. the night breaks. Um, he was like, so what did your dad think of your music video, right, for White Boy Summer and all that? And he's like, yeah, I showed it to him. And then he, like, puts on his accent for his dad, like he's some really proper guy or whatever. And he's like, hey, son, this is not bad. <laughs> this is like, uh, this is like a Cardi B.
2: <laughs> that sounds accurate though. Martin, what's your angry week? Once again, I wasn't angry. Martin's <laughs> incapable of I, anger, by the way, guys. I don't know if I'm incapable of anger, but
0: Maybe maybe you're full of it. Maybe you maybe you just uh kinda. I live in like
2: it. a state of anger. Yeah. It doesn't feel one, like I'm angry because I'm so angry. One day
0: it's gonna pop and you're gonna explode and like tear all your walls off.
2: Oh there's a crack in my wall now from that earthquake. What the hell?
1: Oh shit. Oh uh, nah, yeah, the earthquake. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> earthquake. I slept through it. I slept through it. I didn't you made feel my it. earthquake. You went You don't even live in Melbourne. Yeah, but the earthquake was still here, fuckhead. Was it? Yeah, but it was.
2: It was felt in Canberra, oh, but yeah. like, you know, yeah, it was not nearly the same. But
1: oh, well, you, what you're gonna start gatekeeping me now, my earthquake? <laughs> yes. You slept through you're it. You're gonna gatekeep my earthquake. It woke me up. It woke me oh, up. Did, it woke me up a bit, but
0: it, I felt. I thought that it was just a gentle rumble. Like, I, I- No,
1: dude, my
2: window- My window was shaking in its frame. Fuck. It was so loud. I was like, what the fuck's going on out there? I thought it was, like, crazy wind. I thought it was on, like, Mars or some shit.
0: I, I woke up, and I thought that it was, uh- I was a little bit worried that it was, like, a gas tank that was gonna explode or something. But, um, I was, like, half asleep, and it- Actually, I was like, "Oh, this is a nice rumble. And then- <laughs> <laughs> Lucy was like, A generous quake! And I was like, Okay. And then I fell back asleep.
2: <laughs> no, I was I was in bed and I I, I sleep naked because I find it most comfortable. And I I woke up cause like Cairo, my dog, was like sort of you know, a bit concerned about it. Mm. And then and then I thought someone was knocking on my door, but it was just the shaking, and then like the my whole the whole house started wobbling yeah. and I was like Holy fuck! Do I need to get out of here? Like I realized pretty quickly, it was an earthquake.
1: Yeah. That's why you don't sleep naked. <laughs> I was like,
2: yeah. I was like, I was like, do I go outside? Do I need to leave? And then I was like, nah, I'm naked. I'll just stay in. I was chilling. And then it stopped, and I was like, cool. That's one of the die. biggest
1: things. Because when there's an argument with people saying like, why do you sleep naked or whatever, one of the biggest answers is always, but what if there's a fire or something like that? You know? Well, you, then yeah,
0: you're yeah. naked in public, like fucking who cares? Yeah,
2: I wasn't taking that risk, so I just didn't go
1: outside. <laughs> Has has a, he has a golden wiener, risked, All right, he doesn't want anyone
2: to know. <laughs> I risked my life, okay, to not to not be seen naked.
1: Have you ever
0: accidentally flashed anybody from sleeping naked?
2: Uh, once my dad. I thought I was home alone, and then he was just like in the kitchen. You know, I walked out, and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> he called me a pig in Spanish. All right, let's let's get into it.
0: The uh, the phantom cats of Melbourne. Our first uh first urban legend
2: like many of these i have a feeling i've never heard of this one
1: to be fair martin the only reason i've heard of a lot of these is because jay goes on about them (laughs) yeah that that makes
0: a
2: lot of sense yeah
0: For a 100 years legend has prevailed that victoria is home to giant wildlife not just limited to kangaroos emus and wombats but to an elusive big cat
1: are wombats considered big wildlife giant wildlife
0: have you seen a wombat they're big they're huge. They're big. They're actually... not
1: tall like kangaroos or emus. They're just thick.
0: Yeah, but when when you're thinking of big wildlife in Victoria, well, the wombat is probably one of the biggest. We actually we don't have that many. And yeah, kang- I've got that right there. Kangaroos, emus, and wombats. It I'm just saying, of-
1: I, don't, I don't think wombats are giant wildlife. I think they're like they're like dogs. Do you consider a dog a giant wildlife?
0: But have have you seen a wombat in the wild? Last year, I was walking. Like, me and Lucy were going for, like, a little hike, and it turned out I was accidentally walking on a wombat burrow. I saw the wombat, and it was fucking huge.
2: Oh, so
1: we do have burrows, like London.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, wombats just aren't that big.
0: Wombats are big. Wombats are bigger than you would expect.
1: I'm not saying they're small. They're not, like, flies or whatever, but, you know, they're not They're not big. I think if you wanted to put a third giant, if you had to have a third giant wildlife, it'd be Komodo dragons. We don't, mm, we don't have Komodo yeah. dragons for Victoria, yes, we do we? Do we? Yes, we do. I see them all the- out in the wildlife all the time.
0: Komodo really? <laughs> really? dragons. I, no I, don't, I don't know about that. Are you thinking of, of blue tongue lizards?
1: I'm not thinking of blue tongue lizards. i of Kimo- we have her- We have Komodo dragons in Victoria. I can guarantee you that. Upon fact-checking this statement, I have confirmed that there are no wild Komodo dragons in Victoria. They would fuck you up. They're like all muscle mass. Any- anyway,
0: <laughs> it's also home to an elusive big cat is it perhaps a panther the ghostly phantom big cat it's usually spotted in rural victoria along highway roads or on farms the phantom cat is usually described as all black bigger than a dog prowling around searching for food sightings have occurred all over the state from the outer suburbs of melbourne in the Yarra valley to gippsland in the far east to the grampians in the far northwest one theory is a phantom cats descend from cougars kept by U.S. soldiers stationed in Victoria during World War II that they supposedly let loose into the
1: wild. Damn, that's not a bad theory.
2: That's a bad theory.
1: I think it's a good theory.
2: It's a bad theory.
1: Why? Isn't it black? Yeah, but cougars, cougars can be dark in color.
2: But cu- can cougars be black?
0: The soldiers apparently let loose the cougars into the wild in the Grampians for reasons unknown. And as far-fetched as that sounds... It actually apparently happened. Dun dun. According to the Sydney Morning Herald, a Deakin University study, which predated 2003, found that a big cat population in Victoria is, quote, beyond doubt. Another theory is that big cats, cunning and elusive, escaped from zoos around Australia in the 1800s and have had free reign in the wilderness ever since. Another is that they're descendants of Australia's carnivorous marsupial cat population, thought to be extinct. Which ones are they? Thylacines. That what they're called? The Tasmanian tigers.
1: Yeah, but they're dogs.
0: Well, they're not really either. They're 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 like a marsupial, but they they look like a cat. You know.
1: Marsupial mean they got the pouch.
0: It means that they give birth to their babies in in like a fetal form. Yeah,
1: they got the pouch. <laughs>
0: Other, more recent studies undertaken by local government areas, in which there are elevated reports of sightings, found that there is no evidence of big cats in Australia, Victoria. But these studies have not diminished sightings. People around Victoria have reported seeing the phantom cat multiple times, like as in people who say it will say that they see it often, you know? Some claiming they've had to protect their pets from attacks during encounters. Skeptics of the Phantom Cat say it's more likely that the witnesses are having run-ins with feral cats that they're mistaking for Big Cats. But the most common retort of witnesses, of which there are many, is, Don't call me crazy, and I know what I saw.
2: Man, that sounds similar to UFO people. Yeah, right?
1: Yeah.
0: The organization, Big Cats Victoria, claims that routine reports of cattle and wildlife predation by an unknown predator is cause enough for a proper
2: investigation. What do you guys reckon? I got no idea. It sounds like it's not true, but
1: I, I've seen I videos and shit of the big cats. I definitely think they're there. I just I'm just confused as to why there's not more.
2: You've seen videos of the big cats? Yeah, yeah.
1: there's heaps of video, there's, there's heaps of evidence. There's a video last year of this guy who was riding his bike and he fucking almost got attacked by a big cat yeah. on like Danang trails or something like that. Really?
0: Yeah. Whenever whenever this gets mentioned, like on a for example Yarra Valley notice board, so I've posted a photo of here. Like there, there is like hundreds of comments of people being like, "Yeah, I seen that." Like I seen these things in the in the valley.
1: I think there's no doubt. How, that how have there. they
2: not been found by like anyone investigating it?
1: Oh, that's the thing. That's why I'm confused. I'm confused that, and also why is there such a low population of them? Right? Like, if they, you'd think that a big cat like that, like if they're like pantherish. They'd be like kings of our fucking wildlife, because who's gonna contend with that, right? Well,
0: probably because there's not enough, uh, not enough shit like for them to are... eat. I think
1: that I yeah. think that's stupid. Like kangaroos, though, like we have a huge marsupial that like panthers would win in a But aren't they
2: herbivores?
1: Panthers, no. No, 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 no kangaroos. Yeah, red are saying that the panthers would eat panthers the... Panthers would eat the kangaroos. And we have so many of them.
0: No, but that's the thing. People find kangaroos and, like, sheep and all that shit that have been, like, literally torn apart. And we don't have any predators in Australia that do that.
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out why the population would be so low. They have everything they need to be able to grow, right? Like, they have plenty of food source. They have plenty of, like, nature, like, natural, like, you know, water and areas and things like that.
0: Well, one one thing that I think about this is that... For, for, like, a really long time, gorillas, they thought gorillas were an urban legend. Really? Like, yeah, like, up until, like, the 1700s or something. Um, another thing is, like, I I saw a deer one time in, uh, in Melbourne. Like, they're, they're an introduced species, and it's, like, they're getting more prevalent, but, it's, like, not many people have probably seen a deer. I was walking on a nature trail, and I just saw this huge fucking thing. It was, like, giant. I'd never seen anything like it in Australia. And it, it gave me, like, a heart attack. So I was like, what What the fuck is this thing? And it, it ended up being a deer, just, like, in, in Ringwood.
1: Yeah. No, they're around. They are around. For those foreigners who are listening, uh, when it comes to things like kangaroos and stuff like that, just because there's a big misconception around them, think of them, if you live in America, think of them like deers, right? Like, there, there is a lot of them. You don't necessarily always see them, but you de- it's definitely not uncommon to see them either.
2: And a lot of people get hit by... A lot of cars... In- interact with them
1: yeah you get a lot of them get hit by cars and shit like that like they're they, they, they pretty much just the deers of australia they 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 run pretty fast
2: across roads. road yeah and shit.
0: I, I, was, I was driving down deep creek road like uh mm, like early yeah. this year and um there's a sign on was it was there
2: was there was there a kangaroo there
0: well I, there's a sign that's that's just like careful for kangaroos and i was thinking i've never seen a fucking kangaroo in Mitchum. gym <laughs> And then, like literally, like a minute later, a kangaroo ran across the road, and I had to slam the brakes.
1: At that area near Deep Creek and all that, because um, because there's all the bushland out there. There's heaps of bushland out that way.
2: Red, right, do you remember that time we were walking um, walking uh, rabbit out out in that like little like wooded trail area mm. at very late at night? Rabbit is a
0: dog, by the way.
2: And we heard the fucking like, like rabbit started freaking out about something, and then we heard those like heavy footsteps, and we we're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Damn, I, I don't know this. We story. thought, yeah, we thought it was a, we thought it was a kangaroo, but everyone was like, "Dude, there's no kangaroos," and we're like, "Shit, what the Dude, fuck?" Maybe was it, it
1: then? was a panther. <laughs> well, maybe it was a big cat. Yeah. It probably just was a kangaroo. It probably would been a kangaroo to be honest. Now that I think, about it. yeah,
2: because it was in that same area, the J-saw one. Mm, Kang kangaroos hate dogs. They um,
0: they will fuck up a dog, but I, I think kangaroos are a bit different to deer's in that kangaroos are a bit more chill.
2: Like they all kind of No, just... but he's just saying he's just saying it's like
1: comparable in like population and like, you know, density and things like that. Like no, like anatomy wise, they're definitely not comparable. I would fuck with a deer, I wouldn't fuck with a kangaroo.
0: <laughs> well, when you see a deer in Australia, like I have, they they have fucking knots because it's like it's not their natural, you know, environment. It's like it's way more hilly and shit. So they, they just like buck around like wild. Like that, I I don't think Deizer is crazy in where they're meant to be as they are here. Like the the one I saw it looked fucking ravenous. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, let's let's move on. Who wants to give us the next one? Morgue at Crown Casino. There be morgues there.
1: They have a morgue. There's, there's a morgue there.
0: Anyway,
2: go. On. <laughs> morgue at Crown Casino. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you gotta put the music in. Crown Casino is one of the hallmarks of Member <laughs> Is it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> is it? Dude, you're reading it, you're not you're not disputing <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Crown Casino is <laughs> apparently one of the hallmarks of a Melbournean upbringing. Well, yeah.
0: You, you, did you not go to Crown when you were a kid or a teenager or a young adult?
2: F- first time I went to Crown, I was like eighteen or nineteen. Well, yeah. There you go. It's like it's like a coming of age thing. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why you're classifying it a hallmark.
0: Well, because it's like you know everyone's been to Crown. Like I feel like you'd be very
1: hard pressed to find someone who hadn't been
0: there.
2: Okay, I s- I see what you're saying, but I'm not sure if it's.
1: I think Jay lived a different upbringing to us because he lived in inner city suburbs.
0: Did Did you go to Crown Casino when you first turned eighteen? No. Yes, you did actually. No, I didn't. You did. You, you were running around telling people to spit in your mouth. And no,
1: shit. that was when I was nineteen.
0: Alright, well, you when you were nineteen then.
1: And we didn't even go to Crown. We were just in the city, and Crown just happens to be in the city.
2: Yeah, exactly. You went to anyway. Can we get on with this? I'm <laughs> running it in. <laughs> Crown Casino is one of the hallmarks like of a Melbourne upbringing.
1: Flinders Street Station is a hallmark of your upbringing. It's like, yeah, I've been there. It's a know, hallmark
0: of Melbourne. Yeah, that is yeah, a hallmark Yeah, Flinders Street is a hallmark of Melbourne.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's... Anyway, whatever. I'm just saying it's your upbringing. Your like upbringing when, was like when you see a cram-
2: photo yeah. in the news of Melbourne, they, it's always Flinders Street in the background. Just about everyone's been there. It's Melbourne's only casino. Oh, that, that must be nice business. It's also got an arcade, a movie theatre, and a bunch of high-class restaurants. It's also, in recent years, been uncovered as a front for money laundering operations and dodgy visa schemes. With its mixed bag patronage of the extremely rich, weekend day trippers, and hardcore gambling addicts, rumours have always been shared about the shady goings on at the massive establishment. The most enduring rumour is that Crown houses a secret morgue at its basement level. The theory is that death is so common at Crown, be it natural causes, suicide or murder, That an on-site morgue was required to be built, so as operations didn't need to be shut down when a body was discovered at the venue.
1: How many people die at Crown? Like, a year? It's, um, it's, it's like, we can't get actual statistics on that, so. Yeah,
0: well, they don't actually report them fully. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, cruise ships, like, people die on cruise ships, like, every day. Cruise ships are basically just, like, floating casinos that you can sleep at.
2: The theory was seemingly encouraged by the supposed unwritten rule that Crown employees will lose their jobs if they ever speak to the media about the casino's internal machinations, as well as Crown's reported unwillingness to cooperate with police on matters that involve gathering CCTV footage from the premises as evidence for investigations.
1: It's spooky, huh? There's also there's a, there's a rumor that like, they have a secret passageway into all the rooms in case the door's locked or something like that, or like, under the floor. And someone's died inside the room.
0: There's like a rumor that there's like two-way mirrors in some rooms or something. I mean, I don't, I don't think they would need a secret passageway. I'm sure that they just have a key that can get into.
1: No, no. I mean, the secret passageway so you get to like every floor or whatever, right? So you don't like bring a body down in the elevator or a stairwell or some shit. It's like, uh, it's like the whole um, Disneyland and how they like how hard they keep their image of being this like the best place on Earth or whatever.
0: Yeah, Disneyland. I wonder if Disneyland has a morgue.
1: It was like that one guy who they were doing the act or whatever, like you know have have the crazy actors or whatever, and they're like live for their job and shit. And one of them had a seizure, like on on like on set or whatever. And then all the other ones started like the improvising like dance moves and stuff around the person having a seizure on the floor, <laughs> oh and stuff like that, to make it seem like it was like still part, part of it. the act. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: So I I met a guy once. I was I was in Turkey when I was at the like this Australian bar, so I could watch the grand final. And, um, there was a guy there that I made friends with and he, he said he was like in charge of statistics at Crown Casino. And I asked him about this and he
2: said, it's not true. So there's that.
1: But you also <laughs> said that the people who work for them aren't allowed to say anything.
0: Yeah. True.
2: True. Jay, why do you believe everything everyone says to you? I don't know. He
0: just, he told, I was like, I asked him and he's pretty straight up. He's like, I get asked that a lot and it's not true. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I, uh. I don't know if I believe that there's a morgue crown.
1: I I think it's plausible for sure. I don't know. I'm
0: sure that they have a they have protocol for if there's a dead body that's found.
2: They probably have ways of getting the body out. Maybe not necessarily a morgue. Yeah,
0: and again, I don't think having a morgue is actually that weird. Like, there's you're probably always a bit close to dead bodies, right?
1: I think our best experience at crown was when it was things your 18th Jay. and we went there and you won all that money on the Pokies, and then you yeah, bought that was the big sick. drink.
0: That was sick. Yeah, the sippy sippy. Yeah, the that big was a sick night. <laughs> <laughs> then we got, like, a big Uber home, and it was so expensive, and, yeah. Yeah, but most... you didn't care because you'd won all the money. No, I think it was, like, a, it was an unspoken rule that I would pay for the Uber just because I'd, like, won all that money, you know? Yeah. But it was really expensive, and it actually ended up being, like, a fair chunk of it.
1: Just like Martin and his birthday money, and he spent it all on HSPs.
2: Yeah, let's not talk about that.
0: Register, the next one's long. Do you want to do the long one?
1: I can do, do a know. long one. I, I love a long one. Ha, ha, ha. Secrets of Belgrave. All right, for those who don't know, Belgrave is a suburb in the outer, outer Melbourne. Outer Melbourne. It's, it's like the end of a train line. Like, you know, like if a meme in, in Simpsons where she said, where it's like Lisa's on the bus and he's like, the end of the line. That is Belgrave.
2: I mean, it literally is the end of yeah, the line. Yeah. It's the end of the line.
1: <laughs> So, Belgrave, a couple of their secrets. Uh, one of the furthest edges of suburb... Oh, I see you've written parts <laughs> you've of that Belgrave here. Yeah. I thought you were going to go straight into the secret. One of the furthest edges of suburbia in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne is the town of Belgrave. Uh, I- I've already said all this. Don't worry about this. Belgrave's main street. It's uh, it's very hilly. It's flanked with cafes and op shops. It's very uh, it's a very, like, mountainy, hipster vibe, if you understand what that means. Belgrave has a bit of a holistic reputation. What does holistic mean? You know, the next line. <laughs> Oh, A Bit Alternative and a Bit (laughs) Hippie. Fucking hell.
0: (laughs) A Bit Alternative and a Bit Hippie.
1: It has an independent cinema even, and it's a starting point of a historic steam train route known as Puffing Billy. You guys been on Puffing Billy? Obviously. yeah. Yeah.
0: I kind of want to do it again.
1: We can do it again. I went on it once as a child, and I remember I just gotten into drinking plunger coffee when I was like five, or maybe I just learnt about it. Either one, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, like when you're young and you always like have to refer to things that you've just learnt. Anyway, yeah, like I, um, you do now. I was like, this, you know, this person came up and was like, "Would you like a coffee?" And then I was like, "Is it plunged?" And they're like, <laughs> "Uh, yeah." And I was like, "Eleven sugars." Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <No> <laughs> um. That's my only memory of Puffin Billy.
0: Yeah, right. Well, we should, we, when you come down next, so we should go on Puffin Billy.
1: Yeah, we could do that. It'd be yeah. fun. Um, I think it's getting shut down. Chloe worked for Puffin Billy for a little while. Really? Not really, but now she, 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 it, she, she, she did like a... Um... Do you mean she just caught Puffin Billy once and she thought that it was a job? <laughs> <laughs> in the early 90s, though, a uniquely dressed man arrived in Belgrave intending to make it his home. The man wore strange clothes. An eye patch, a turban, and he carried around a staff. He would eventually become a treasured member of the Belgrave community, but upon his initial arrival, he was not welcomed warmly to the town.
0: You guys ready for a fucking plot twist? I love plot twists. Yeah, we'll get ready
1: for it. That's because at the time, Belgrave and the Mount Dandenong area had been infiltrated by an ultra Christian New Age cult called The Family. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Is that now? The family first formed in the 1960s through group sessions of spirituality and parapsychology led by a yoga teacher named Anne Hamilton Byrne. Hamilton Byrne's modus operandi was to convince people in affluent positions of society that she was a sort of demigod that could see into the future. Her followers eventually came to believe that she was a reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'll Yo- know. Yoga mama, right? <laughs> A large section of a group were medical professionals. One member, Marison Villamek. Marion. Owned and operated a private psychiatric hospital called New Haven in the affluent suburb of Kew. My, uh, My partner used to live in Kew. There's a lot of shootings and stabbings there, weirdly enough.
0: Is it affluent, though?
1: It's a pretty affluent suburb. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's very expensive. It's got
0: Xavier. Xavier College is in queue.
1: Yeah, it's one of the most expensive suburbs in Melbourne, but there's also a lot of stabbings and shootings for some reason. A lot of Mm. people who turn up dead, a lot of girls turn up dead there. Patients at New Haven were unknowingly dosed with LSD as parts of their treatment, an effort to brainwash them into joining the cult. It was one example of what was widespread malpractice at New Haven. That's like... uh, fucked up what's it called um you know you know Martin, what I'm uh, mk about. ultra yeah mk ultra It's like some mk ultra shit eventually the family purchased compounds all around rural victoria one of which was known as up top on the bay of lake ilden i've been there so many times 140 kilometers northeast of melbourne I did not know they had one of the compounds there. That's insane. At this property, Hamilton Byrne kidnapped at least 28 children through illegal adoptions, loaded them up with a laundry list of drugs, fed them LSD, dyed all their hair blonde, and made them dress alike to have them believe they were siblings. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I've seen pictures of my mum when she was a child, and she (laughs) looks like one of the family. It's crazy. The children would later testify that they were subjected to brutal beatings and lived under constant emotional torture. Eventually, escaped children of Hamilton Byrne would report the compound to police who raided the property and released the prisoners. Release the prisoners! <laughs> like the Kraken. You see what I did that? Yeah, there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hamilton Byrne fled to America but was deported back to Australia after six years. Once there, she was charged with conspiracy to defraud and conspiracy to commit perjury by falsely registering birth of children. Crazy. Is that a picture of her there? Yeah. She's a... God, she looks like such a mogul in Victoria. These charges were eventually dropped and Hamilton Byrne, who reportedly had a net worth of $150 million, would eventually be fined just $5,000 for making a false declaration. She then settled down and lived out of a majority of her life at one of her properties in Fernie Creek, near Belgrave, until the last 12 years of her life, which she spent in a nursing home with advanced dementia. During this time, she was reported to obsessively nurse a plastic baby doll. Ba- baby doll. That's, uh, it's all fucked up. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's pretty creepy, huh? But her followers were still prominent in the area. Belgrave has the highest demographic in Melbourne whose religious beliefs fall into other, the section generally reserved for new age groups and spirituality. No, they're just, they're just pulling that from the census because people write Jedi and shit on that shit, right? Like, that's... Yeah,
0: Belgrave has the highest... No, they they tick other. And Belgrave has the yeah. highest rate of that in the census. That's
1: because people write, they tick other than they write Jedi and shit like that. They
0: don't necessarily write Jedi. That that might be a few people, but, uh, you know, that...
1: I reckon it's the most of
0: them. I I reckon it mostly is people, like, in Belgrade who are spiritualists and shit.
2: Star Wars fans, SMH, man. Can't (laughs) fucking stop bringing it up.
1: In the early 2010s, during the rise of social media and camera phones, sightings of a wizard began to be reported among teenagers in Melbourne's east. He'd often be spotted pretending to be asleep while sitting in the priority seats on the Belgrave line, shouting playfully inside Belgrave's movie theaters, or just walking through the streets with his cane and turban and eye patch. Is that the same guy from earlier? It must be. Yeah. Do you reckon he's just pretending to be asleep on the, priori- on the priority seats and they will make him get up? <laughs> no, isn't that, what,
0: isn't that just what wizards do? They pretend to be asleep and it's like if you, if you bother them... Yeah,
1: if you try and touch them or whatever, they like yeah. grab your wrists and go, None shall <laughs> touch!
0: Isn't that like folklore? Like they pretend to be all timid and weary and all that, but it's actually, they're like very powerful.
1: I thought the folklore on wizards was like, it meant you're a virgin to like your 50 or whatever. <laughs> oh, <Not> really? Yeah. <laughs> Photos would be posted online of Wizard Sightings, but it would not be until 2014 that he would fully reveal himself to the people of Melbourne. <laughs> look or at, protesting it, look <laughs> at it. Look at it. While protesting the construction of a McDonald's in Belgrave. Oh, shit. I remember this. <laughs> yeah, this is huge. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Dude, no fucking McDonald's in Tacoma, Tacoma. man. Tacoma. <laughs> I remember Toby had a picket sign that he took from one of the people, yeah. and he'd written on it. It said, no McDonald's in Tacoma. I mean, he'd written below it, KFC instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, people really didn't want this McDonald's. Like they,
1: Dude, I've been to that McDonald's. It's fucking. It was like a breath of fresh air when you're out there in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's fucking, the only place you can eat in the area. It's the
0: best McDonald's around.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, it is because it's like, uh, it's like, it's like in the Simpsons. You know when they get lost out in the sea I and mean, when they find the fucking crusty burger like on yeah, the oil. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His name Desmond Bergen. But he goes by the name Baba Desi. Baba Desi. He is a self-proclaimed wizard and faith healer who claims among many feats to have brought a man out of a three-day coma after he jumped off a roof. Wait, did he jump off a roof, or did you have a guy? No, jump like
0: off? Uh, some guy jumped off a roof, and he like brought him out of the coma. He says,
1: "Okay, so he didn't he didn't bring him out of a coma by jumping off a roof.
0: <laughs> he was sacrificed right. himself.
1: <laughs> he was a man the family did not accept upon his arrival to Belgrave, but over the decades, he has become an object of affection to the town, whereas the family has been subject of much infamy." He spent every day in early 2014 protesting at the site of the Tacoma McDonald's and today still lives in Belgrave, age ninety two. Why do you think he's protesting? Why is it why does he feel so strongly about the McDonald's?
2: Because he's a wizard. I think it's like a cultural cultural thing, right? Like They're like Martin. It's like the town of Martin. They're like, we
0: don't want the brands here.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I,
0: I don't think he's a real wizard. You know what? I don't think he's a real wizard, but he was an urban legend, and then he came out of the shadows and uh, revealed himself.
1: Look, he he stayed in the shadows, right? He went about his day, but then he realized there was a bigger calling for him. They finally needed a wizard, yeah. So he started protesting the McDonald's.
0: It's like uh, it's like the it's like the when
1: Gandalf comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the Balrog, <laughs> correct you shall not build. Just if I was wondering, yeah, that McDonald's was totally built. Like, yeah, there it was. They, they barely put up, like they, like, they put up a fight, but it was barely, like, it didn't do anything. They were just like, all right, stay on this side of the picket line. Their it's efforts fucking... were in
0: vain. <laughs> <laughs> complete vain. If anything, it just was, like, some advertising for the McDonald's, really.
1: <laughs> Dude, you need to have, like, I think it's fucking, it's not fair to the younger community, the younger, like, population of a community to not have a McDonald's in your suburb. What? It's such an, Im- it's such <laughs> an important part of important to growing up in my opinion what are you serious what do you mean it's cheap right <laughs> yeah. you can go there with your mates you can cause havoc if you need to right like <laughs> yeah. you can fuck around the playgrounds if you're 13 or whatever like yeah I, it's somewhere to hang yeah. out you know yeah, it's i, somewhere I to understand be what as a you're saying person. but they
2: probably had something like that beforehand like, it's bad food at the end of the day it's bad food that's addicting like it places are better off without it i don't agree with that and it's just like it's just like you know it's like almost like this like Mass brand appeal, essentially. Mm,
0: but uh, you know, it just goes to show that uh, the power of corporate wealth always wins out over community passion.
1: When did you get persuaded over McDonald's being evil?
0: Oh, Mc- McDonald's is pretty evil.
1: Yeah, I don't know why
2: you think they're good.
1: I don't think. I think they're very important to the community. I think it's important that you grow up near a McDonald's near you somewhere. Or That's something just like that
2: insane, man. dude. I don't know how you can say it's important to have a McDonald's near you. It just sounds so like absurd to me like i don't what know what do you
1: mean it, it, it literally gives people young people a place to be it's important like we don't have places for youth to be right we don't have arcades we don't have these places of like you know areas where young people can go and be and so, hang out so build saying, those you know?
2: places don't build mcdonald's like mcdonald's is bad i think i think
0: mcdonald's That's is uh is Mac- mcdonald's is a good memory from childhood because it reminds you of you getting something you want because it's addictive, you know? Kids always want McDonald's, and when your parents give it to you, it's such a rush of all those good chemicals, you know?
2: Yeah, I definitely fucking love that shit as a kid.
0: You get a toy and the Happy Meal. But I wouldn't say that
2: makes it good for children just because I have fond memories of it as a kid.
0: All right, guys. The Westall UFO. This one's spooky. Is this one true? Apparently, it's true, and we'll get into it right now. At 11 a.m. on April 6th, 1966 a group of students and a teacher were finishing up a PE class at Westall High a school in Melbourne Southeast when they saw a set of large crafts floating above the school's oval some of the class ran into the school bursting into classrooms announcing what was outside before too long much of the school's students and staff stood out on the oval
1: what the fuck is this story what the fuck
0: they watched the objects as they hung in the sky about twice as large as a sedan glowing with a silvery purple hue after about 10 minutes one of the objects descended as it passed over the oval into a wooded area behind the school known as the grange students rushed over the oval in excitement following its trail into the grange until they came across the craft which had landed in a clearing they described it as silver metallic and round with no windows and making a low buzzing hum after a few minutes it raised 12 feet into the air turned onto its side, and shot off into the sky. One witness, of which over 90 have come forward to give formal statements, Jackie Argent, claims she ran down to the Grange following the craft with her friend Tanya, both of them students at West Ohio. Jackie claims not to have made it down to where the craft had landed, instead waiting nearby while Tanya went further into the Grange to see it. Eventually, Tanya emerged crying hysterically, and upon returning to school, Tanya was taken away in an ambulance. In a story that is corroborated by other students, Jackie says the following day she went to Tanya's house to check on her friend, a place she had visited many times, but she was greeted at the door by an unknown woman who told her that no one named Tanya had ever lived there, and Jackie never saw her again. One researcher has reportedly made contact with Tanya in the years since the incident, and says she claims to have no recollection of the events. Within half an hour of the sighting, policemen and army men arrived at West High, followed by a news crew. Terry Peck, a student witness, claims that while in the middle of giving an interview to 9 News in the immediate aftermath, a man dressed all in blue interrupted the interview with a hand on Terry's shoulder. He told her to go back into school and the news crew that they had to leave. The school then called a special assembly, where students were told that they had seen a weather balloon and that they were forbidden from discussing what they had seen, so as not to spread hysteria. Students have spoken out in recent years. And they say that they feel the most enduring lasting effect of this experience was the way they were treated by authority figures in the aftermath which terry peck described as bullying overall there is estimated to be 300 witnesses of the westall ufo and many more who viewed the area which it landed in and burnt circles it reportedly left in its wake facebook user sue who claims to have seen the westall ufo from her house while she was looking out at hot air balloons Commented on a post about the Westall UFO saying, quote, Kids today wouldn't have a clue what is happening above them as they
2: are looking down in their phones. Oh, shut up. <laughs> 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 Jeez, <fuck off>. <laughs> 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 fucking boomers man they don't stop yeah
1: what is this story why is this not like this has like 300 witnesses why is this not more of a prevalent UFO story like in the grand scheme of things
0: it is it's pretty it's pretty spoken about in the UFO community
1: that's no, it wild what the hell I don't think it's talked about I've never seen in the doco
0: there is a doco there's like a long ass doco on it is it good I haven't watched it. You have to pay to watch it. There was, a, there was a whole thing on it on, like, Channel 10 not long ago, and the, the witnesses always do, like, uh, reunions and shit. But, like, a whole bunch of people, like, all over the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne saw it. Like, it wasn't just the students. But, yeah, it's actually part of, like, a phenomenon of, like, UFO sightings where, like, across the world, like, in there's another one was in Zimbabwe, was that a UFO landed at a school and, like, all the kids saw it. And, uh, like, skeptics always say it was, it's examples of, like, mass hysteria and, like, shared delusions and shit.
1: Yeah, do you think they're all drugged or something?
0: Well, not really, because, like, the whole... Like
2: a, a gas leak or something? How does, how does shared delusion actually occur? I mean, they do I so think The idea is
1: that one, like, they're all, you know, substance-affected of some sort, and then, like, one person says something, and then it just kind of, like, you know... Earth from there like the other person sees it and the other person sees it
0: what's an episode of house where they're on a plan and house has to work out why everyone's getting sick and it turns out that they all just are imagining it anyway <laughs> um, okay shared shared delusions do happen it, and it usually is with young people but it's like could a could an entire suburb and corner of melbourne have been all imagining this you know maybe maybe there was something like a a weather balloon or something that crashed, and uh the the part about the actual u f o was a delusion, but who knows?
1: I'm thinking that it's probably just like uh like it's like a stunt you know like a collaborated stunt yeah. back in town to like <laughs> pick up like you know just a bit of like you know
0: yeah, we all know how it put Clayton South on the map. <laughs> Clayton South with their UFO story that Reggie never heard of. <laughs>
1: I've never heard of it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't really believe in UFO stories, but I think something definitely happened. Something happened, yeah. Or, oh, as I said, it's just like a stunt. It's like the whole, like, uh, War of the Worlds, you know?
0: I don't, I don't think it was a stunt, because there was no payoff, and it was just some... Well, I mean,
1: that's, a, that's not on them, It's just like they tried, they tried, right, but they mm. failed.
2: <laughs> I lost one. M10. Sneaking into the grand final. The AFL grand final is to many sporting fans across the state of Victoria and city of Melbourne often considered Australia's sporting capital. The biggest day of the year. Traditionally, it to me.
1: It's tomorrow, it's tomorrow, guys. Hey!
2: Traditionally, over the 120-odd years, the Grand Final has been played, with the exceptions of 1991 because of construction plans, 2020 and 2021 due to COVID restrictions in Melbourne. The Grand Final has been played at the MCG, which with a crowd capacity of over 100,000, is the largest stadium in the Southern Hemisphere. The MCG is held in a sort of reverence by sports tragics as it's been there for nearly 170 years, obviously undergoing a few major redevelopments over that time. Aussie rules football has traditionally been a game for the blue-collar corners of Melbourne and Australia as a whole, and with such, the MCG, its main stage.
1: What do you, What does sport
2: tragedies mean?
0: Well, it's like it's It's a tragedy. Like, they always get wrapped up in all the emotions and shit, you know?
2: Oh, right, right, yeah. right, I got you. But despite the MCG at times being referred to as the People's Stadium, in recent decades, the Grand Final has become a corporate affair. Yeah, that's what it felt like when we went recently. Yeah, I mean, we were sh- in the corporate area. Yeah, <laughs> we don't so that's we- why it's felt like that. <laughs> but we we why went do you the-
1: feel like it's a corporate thing? Like we did what we sat in seats and we bought beers. No,
2: nah, more like getting the tickets.
0: Yeah. Is uh, yeah, but that that's we weren't actually we didn't see the uh, game at the MCG earlier in the year. We were.
1: At- yeah, we were at Marvel Stadium. Yeah. Um, and that oh, that's yeah, because
0: true. we were in the corporate seating area. Yeah.
1: yeah. I had to buy a ticket to that. That was expensive.
0: Yeah, that was fucking expensive. eh?
2: It's the hottest ticket in town every year, but quite literally zero of those tickets are up for grabs to regular Melbournians. Only about 25,000 tickets are generally reserved for members of the competing clubs. The rest are for corporate packages, AFL members, and coteraries of the Melbourne Cricket Club. With so many supporters who have dedicated so much of their life and emotion to their favourite teams locked out every year, rumour is that the usual attendance of 100,000 spectators at a grand final is underestimated because every year fans attempt to and reportedly succeed at sneaking into the grand final. There's stories of hiding in toilet cubicles for whole days before the game, cutting locks, bribing security guards, storming through turnstiles in big groups of people. Here's some stories from Australia's biggest sports forum, Bigfooty. User Nunchucks in 2008 said
0: I've got into events before, just by wearing a suit and acting like a corporate. It's amazing what you can get away with if you dress right. Haven't done it at a granny before, but I know a mate who has. Basically, I've heard there's a few side entrances into the ground that people don't know of. Just put on a suit, act all professional upper class, and you can get in with ease.
1: I get the feeling that if it's a grand final, they're like on high alert for anyone wearing like <laughs> high vis or a suit, right? <laughs> like, that's
2: what you'd think. Uh, you'd probably be surprised.
1: I mean, I keep hearing of shit like this, and I'm just like thinking, like, like you hear about it, like Kanye concerts, shit, like people getting backstage. Like, I think people are probably now finally catching on, being like, okay, not everyone with a clipboard and high vis is, you know. I've got working.
2: a ladder.
0: These comments <laughs> are from like 2008. I feel like ever since shit's happened, like that Ariana Grande concert in Manchester where there was like bombings and shit, they would have like really upped the security at events like this. Yeah. But that being said, it's a, it would be a massive workday for the people at the MCG and they'd be bound to slip up a few
2: times. Use a Red 19 in 2008.
1: I was in Melbourne Grand Final weekend 1997 and I decided to try my luck and scalp a ticket. One bloke offered me a ticket, 500 bucks, and I said I couldn't afford it. He proceeded to call me a cheap, and told me to fuck off at the time. A male and female standing nearby approached me, obviously playing cloak police, and I thought I was going to get a once-over for my poor language. Then they asked me what had just happened, and I relayed my version. I said to the policeman that I was visiting from Sydney, and just wanted to get a ticket for the match. He said to me, how good was my memory? Could I remember a name and a number, and I said yeah. He told me that a few officers from his unit had been called away on a job and wouldn't be at the grand final. He said to me that as I was neatly dressed and I followed him to the staff entry gate, he could get me in. All I had to do was tell the gate attendant that I was a Constable Bloggs from transport unit. I approached the attendant and told him this. He said, thanks Constable Bloggs, have a good day. I was in. I offered the two police $50 each, which they refused. Super so happy to see someone enjoy the grand final. Two officers that took me up up to the standing area, and I stood up with all the Saints fans behind a goal at the Punt Road end. That's how I snuck in. True story. Fuck, that sounded you true. You didn't. You didn't really sneak in, though, did you? <laughs> <laughs> someone gave you a ticket. <laughs> like
2: user <laughs> uh, the Magpie Nut said. <laughs> That's a good name. <laughs> I snuck into the 2002 grand final with a mate. At the time, we had friends who were selling records. So we borrowed the yellow jackets, put on the hat, and walked right in. Security said nothing. True story.
1: True story. True story. True fucking blue (laughs) story.
2: User Rioli is a hack said, After the 2006 prelim,
0: a few of us stayed behind at the Olympic Stadium and stole the padding off the goalposts. Next Thursday, five of us drive to Melbourne night before the 2006 grand final, we put two guys in each pad and sealed them up. I then wheeled the trolley through the groundsman entry and straight into the MCG playing surface. The five of us were wearing khaki shorts and shirts. The four of them jumped out next to the boundary fence and the five of us took the trolleys and the pads to one of the understand car parking areas. Whilst there, we found unguarded boxes of chicken flavoured chips and cans of beer. We found a medical room and got hammered. Good times.
1: That is such a fucking lie. That that sounds like such
0: a bullshit story. (laughs) Like the other ones I can believe. But that one is Just like. There's this
1: part down the bottom there where he's like, we found unguarded boxes of chicken chippies and beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for one, why would they be guarded
0: too two? It's like- no you did It's like every Aussie bloke's dream dreams like, hey, fucking, found yeah. 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 chicken
1: chips and beer! <laughs> <laughs> they are unguarded. What so- idiots, Why would they fucking guard this gold treasure trove over here? Yeah. <laughs> So, like,
0: how
2: long were they hiding in the MCG for, apparently? Well, people
0: say that they... Some people say that... Because you can take, like, a tour of the MCG. Uh, it's, like, the... Because there's, like, the Football Hall of Fame there and stuff, I think. Some people say that they take it and then they, like, hide in the toilets, like, a few days between the tour and, uh, and the grand final.
1: I would love to do something like that, but I would feel like if you got caught, you get, like, a police record, and I don't want that.
0: Yeah, and you probably get banned from the MCG, which would suck. But i also wonder how they can really enforce that like uh especially to a master of disguise like uh, ourselves yeah, such as myself mm. yeah yeah there's uh there's really not that many urban myths urban legends about melbourne because uh we give it to everybody straight up we don't tell lies you know we keep it real
1: that's true
0: yeah but i feel like there's yeah. there's always gonna be more local rumors like you know that guy's a pedo you know that guy is uh the strongest man in the world well we,
1: you did miss out on some some honourable mentions uh the button man uh dr cruel miss, uh, mr cruel <laughs> mr cruel yeah
0: um yeah there's not there's really not that many maybe like yaoi's and bunyip yeah bunyip but uh, those are all over drop, australia drop bears yeah. that just about wraps it up for us for the week we'll be back next week as always uh hope you enjoyed us uh, truckers follow on Why They Mad Pod. Uh, follow us. We'll give you a shout out next show. Send us an email at Why They mad pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week, guys. Hope you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, happy grand final day. If, I'll I'll be back next week if I so if I lose my multi I'll be back next week. If I win my multi I'll be in Cali. So see you. Bailey Smith better play the game of his life. Why do you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Why you have
0: to be mad? Right in front of me!